1: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Sam here. I'm Trey. Still. It's <laughs> still Trey. Uh, and we have two-thirds of the three black men for you this lovely morning, evening, daytime, whenever you're listening to it, we here for you. Uh one time for your holy mind. And uh <laughs> <laughs> now we um so this this season we're talking about the theme is liberation. And uh, I have been wrestling with um, the idea of uh, my relationship with violence and and sort of how that's affected me in different areas, um, whether it be like uh, trying to be a conscious parent or uh, just dealing with people I love. And so um, I've read a few books this year. Um, One of the probably more impactful ones was uh, Dr. Moss. the dancing in the darkness i thought i had it somewhere around here but i guess i don't um hey
0: they they should know the drill by now they they should know the the
1: oh yeah it's blurred out but i got it dancing in the darkness um and he said just how he spoke uh and it's it's weird because i don't think there was anything new it just for whatever reason just registered Um, for me um, but Trey, um, I want to talk to you, man. To, uh, what what's what's your uh, relationship relationship been like with violence? Like how has that affected you um just throughout your lifetime? How have you seen that sort of play out?
0: Yeah, man, violence is natural, second nature, right? Mm-hmm. And it's weird the ways that becomes like intuitive to many of us i don't want to claim that it's a universal or overstate because i do believe that some people are naturally and by their own nature nonviolent people but for a great deal of society like violence is just how we get down and it's communicated through various ways like sometimes we communicate it to our children through corporal punishment the reaction for you stepping out of pocket is you get popped or you get a spanking or whatever and in that way we already start creating neural pathways of, of violence being a reasonable response to things yeah. and when like you, you know you start play fighting with your boys and everything as you get older
1: slap boxing uh. yeah, slap <laughs> yeah. Boxing,
0: and then you get in yeah. organized sports some of those sports like we start padding up because we playing yeah. football like we playing like violent sports even the sports that we think of as non-violent or non-contact do have an element of aggression to them right mm-hmm. basketball big men are valuable for a reason they're gonna put their body on you and move you around yeah and yeah. and for that reason just like and, and i'm just talking physical violence right now i haven't mm-hmm. even gotten to other forms of violence but yeah pretty early on we learned a lesson that that strength and aggression expressed often through violent means is a way to communicate valuable truths, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to name that and that we don't automatically think of violence as inherently bad mm-hmm. a lot of times like, because we learn those lessons so so young, it's just, it's just a part yeah. of our communication and everything, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the very, that, that's what makes nonviolence, like as a principle, so revolutionary, the fact that it is so counterintuitive to the way that so much of our society is structured.
1: You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely um one of the things that I find myself like and our past meeting this week i was, we were talking and i I talked about the cartoon that I watched on Amazon Prime, and one of the things that really kept like drawing me into it was like the violence of it, yeah, and it was one of those things like for, on one hand, I was kind of it it annoyed me because i'm i I, I don't like that Watching physical of violence, and even in a cartoon, right? Like, drew me in. Like, drew me into a show. Like, if I found right. it entertaining, um, and I, I feel like you know, even culturally, you mentioned, well, I think a lot. I think a, culturally, I think a lot of us probably did grow up with like getting popped, getting spankings, but like, um, and I think even that kind of comes from a sense of, uh, driving home, like you one need to know how to be in line and stay out of trouble so that you don't yeah. give them a reason to say something to you uh, or do something to you but then two um you know growing up i had cousins that would do things like uh fight camp right and would like literally <laughs> like literally just throws in a circle
0: nah, No, y'all had to fight club for real in real yeah,
1: life man like <laughs> five, 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 six, seven years old fighting and then like once okay. you work once you work your way, it was weird. It was it, and it like I'm <laughs> I'm laughing because I honestly really don't even know how to feel about this. Um like I'm still really trying to process like dang y'all really threw us in a circle and made us fight. Um but like once you made your way through the ranks of like your age group, you would start fighting kids older and bigger and faster until like and <laughs> like ultimately it was like yo, who's the best fighter? I and it was just it was just it was uncomfortable like as a child and it's something i find myself now even still trying to recover because like for so long i just i'm 38 today um but happy birthday by the way (laughs) i appreciate it i for so long you know my first response would want to be the physical because like around there that was just how it was the argument oh y'all gonna keep arguing okay fight club here we go, and you know what I mean? and that would literally kick it off.
0: Oh, it was it was the adults that would call fight club. No, 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 it was the okay, older okay. cousins. Okay. No, 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 it was older
1: cousins. Older cousins. Okay. Yeah, okay. you know, teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like got preteens, got teenagers, you know. Okay, the ones that we looked up to that were in high school. Yeah, Yo. um, it, you know, and poor guidance, but those it's ways that I've been traumatized that now, like you spoke about different ways of violence, and initially. And, you know, when I think about violence, because of those things, it was the physical. It wasn't really until therapy that I learned about, like, the emotional violence and abuse, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that we go that compounds on there. Um, so just even from those different types of violence, like. um, OK, no, let's let's backtrack. So I want where do you find yourself now? I know you like w- like as of now do you have typically um a non-violent stance do you you know as far as and
0: yeah man I'm I'm in I'm in progress so principally I I am non-violent at this point right Mm -hmm. um that is what I what I try Mm -hmm. most often to default to Mm -hmm. and then sometimes there's still stuff I got to overcome like in moments Mm -hmm. right like if if there there, there are certain times where i'm like oh man violence seems like a really viable option right now (laughs) right like just go ahead and get this over with but for the most part i recognize that violence begets violence Mm. right there's there's a cycle that i'm aware of even as i try to fight these feelings sometimes um Mm -hmm. but at the same time what i also realize is that What makes nonviolence powerful is the fact that violence is a viable and reasonable and sensible option, right? Mm. Like it's only when both of those are realistic and responsible choices. That, that that one of them becomes powerful. Absolutely. It, like it's, if, if somebody put a plate, but like give you two options, like, oh, do you, want of, uh, do you want a pile of poop or do you want a million bucks? Of course I'm gonna choose a million bucks. But then That's- if you gotta choose between, oh, do you want uh, 000, 000 a million dollars today or do you want uh, $500,000 in an opportunity to build that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Now you yeah. gotta start putting like your mind to work there. That's right. what makes non-violence Both of these things will yeah. help advance a cause which of them is the more responsible one. and yeah. uh, so right now i find myself in a position where I, i'm recognizing that violence begets violence so i try to make my default stance nonviolence, even mm-hmm. as i recognize that in practice it's often a lot harder to work out and i do know people who walk this out consistently i'm trying yeah. to get there one day yeah um, but I ain't perfect. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. I
1: hear you. Yeah. I hear you on that. I, I find what myself, about you, man. Yeah. No, yeah, I find myself in the same same place. Um uh you you we were talking and you you said um that that somebody had posed a question to you uh and it and it was um something to the effect of is that how is that what you want to put out there? Is that the person that you want to yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think about that often. Um I think about that often um before I respond to a lot, right? Even before with my kids, like I'm careful how I respond because I want I don't want their picture of dad to be with my picture of dad. Not that my picture of dad is like horrible. But yeah. like I like my still, You want to paint a different picture. Yeah, I want to paint a different picture. Yeah. Um in, in with my relationship to people that I that I love, right? Like yeah, um, same thing. Uh I feel like by nature uh and i was talking to my wife about this like by nature even just joking around i realize my tone can sound a little hostile at times but it's it's in love right like it's all in all in joking and i would like she knows it like i'm you know i might talk trash like man all right now i'm gonna spin you around in a circle you know (laughs) but like (laughs) but like she know i like i'm not going i'm and but i'll say that i'll say that to the dog i'll say that you know anybody but it's just just trash um yeah there's nothing behind it but love right uh and 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 i i believe that they all know that but even people that don't know me i feel like the the um just off of stereotypes i could probably look a bit aggressive especially when i don't have my glasses on i don't see that (laughs) good and i got an astigmatism the sun i'm gonna squint a little bit and my face is gonna probably look
0: Yeah, yeah
1: crunched up um but i i find like i find myself thinking like is is i I want to leave a legacy of love. I want the people that I love to know and feel like I love them. Uh, I want them to feel love. I want people that I encounter to feel peace and love right um so I, even in a scrunched up face, I still uh when things happen in public uh you know um we just came back from Utah. It was wonderful time, right? Wonderful people. There was some gas lights. I was really surprised at the way that I handled some of them, like the old tap uh, uh. <laughs>
0: so,
1: um, I was really surprised at, at, at the way that I handled those because I, ty- proud
0: of you, bro. I, like,
1: I, I typically would just get up and like walk away. Uh, like okay i'm gonna go to the bathroom now hold Just on get, to
0: the- get, get specific because pe- people didn't know exactly the the the, 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 the situation Oh, crazy. Right now because nah that, that jump was yeah. wild, bro
1: so it was so it was our last day um we were having uh, dinner at the like We can leave that detail out,
0: that's fine. In Salt Lake City. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And um, at lunch, we were having, and uh, we met a gentleman, we we were sitting at a table, and a gentleman walks over, and so we get introduced to him, and he say, I want to introduce you to three black men. They have a podcast, right? And he's like, oh, what's your podcast called? And so we tell him the name of the podcast, and he's like, so what do y'all do? Do you you tap dance and and sing? And so, like, (laughs) without missing a beat, (laughs) I said, "Well, we're not both jangles,
0: but we do talk." Uh, so, um, yeah, I was, I was real proud of you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Rob was tight. I was. Yeah. I remember because I was eating. I was eating at the time. My jaw just dropped. I was trying to hide behind the <laughs> roll. I was like, "No, this, this ain't happening in real life." And yeah,
1: yeah. It was, that was I, shocking. It was honestly, it was like a shocking moment. Like I, I, it was one of those things where like, is this real?
0: yeah it was one of those options like like one of those moments where hey you know what violence might be dope right now like if if, if we would have flipped that table real quick or just the, like, you know, you know it something, been something, a something slight you know toss the crouton at him or, or, or a roll or something that but, would be
1: justified. right throw some butter at him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but i chose a different type of vibe <laughs> <type> <laughs> um but like and you know i mean he caught the point but at the same time like yeah So uh, I'm still growing in that, but like I'm, I'm really, I'm trying to be more self-aware. I I don't like how some how that self-awareness comes across sometimes, but like I really try to be um, self-aware and uh, give myself grace um, as as I evolve in my relationship with violence.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So one of the things that makes evolving tough sometimes is. When you are evolving in isolation or by yourself, like mm-hmm. I'm getting with a nonviolent program, but nobody else around me is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That makes, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. there, there was uh, like, I, okay, I'll give you a, an example. There was a situation between me and another gentleman in my community where we were not on the same page. And it was made known to me that um, he had said some things about what he planned on doing the next time he saw me. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I doubt that. Right, not because like I plan on meeting them with violence, just one of them situations, like, oh, I don't think it's gonna go down like that. Right. Right. So uh, (laughs) time comes up where we do in fact see each other in person. I greeted them and I was like, Hey, I just want to know like what is the problem here. And because violence is so natural in the default, you receive Mm -hmm. that violently. Like I thought I was running up on them. And I was like, Whoa, 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 can we not use our words? And that situation was difficult because since we typically mm. just get straight to the violence or whatever, like we never got to have no conversation. Immediately, people were trying to break people up, even though I I, I, I didn't square up nothing because I was trying to move not violent, like my kids, yeah, yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. it's tough to do that in isolation. Like it's tough to overcome an environment or a culture that that runs in a certain way. And I think that's illustrative of a lot of what comes with the work of renewal or transformation, is that it's yeah. It's hard to do if if you can't get more than one person on the same program, right?
1: Yeah. You know what um particularly scares me because I agree with that. And you know, Florida just became one of those open carry states.
0: Not open carry, a uh, permanent carry. Yeah. Permanent
1: carry, sorry, yeah. permanent carry. Uh so a permanent carry state, and then um there's also the stand your ground. Right. And so
0: which makes I think I would rather us be open carried and permanent because now like permanent can I mean we still have to conceal. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: open carry, like I know you got it and I can see
0: you. Perfect. Yeah, I can see yeah, all of your movements. Right. But here nah, like, you yeah. can't do that. Like you still you still gotta conceal it, but you don't need no permit for it. That's ooh. yeah. Well here here okay. So
1: here's like the scariest part for me though, is I just watched um uh advertisement for Equalizer Three, and the guy was talking to Denzel and Denzel, he was saying uh that people would ask him like, hey, when y'all doing Equalizer 3? And he was like, man, y'all love that movie. Like, when, why do y'all love Equalizer so much? And the guy told him, because you get the guys that we can't. Mm. And like, there's this vigilante, you know, like, I feel like a part of being an American is willing to be a vigilante, you know what I'm saying? when, When it calls for it, you know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. like, I don't think that's the right mentality and i don't think that's the right solution to whatever it is y'all think is the problem because like before there was all of this we were already <laughs> getting openly murdered in the streets yeah. um uh by people so like honestly that's sort of an added incentive <laughs> to like evolve my relationship because people are literally crazy and like looking for looking for reasons to be. Violent to to prove their American allegiance in you know what I'm uh, saying standing up.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's something I've had to wrestle with on a very personal level because I've even said it like publicly in the past as I was evolving it. Like, yo, if I ever end up a hashtag and y'all hear unarmed black man, so I was like, just know that they was lying because I'm rarely unarmed. Like that was a, a line that I would say publicly before. Right. Like, I, I, I got to the, the, the permit and all that stuff down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main reason was because when i came to florida i realized i was like oh snap everybody carrying i'm not about to be the only one not like that that just doesn't seem wise to me Um, but then i recognized the folly of that statement and recognizing like i said violence begets violence like am i going to let this culture drag me to XYZ. And that's something I really have to wrestle with um, yeah. consistently. And I'm still on the journey of doing that because there is a pragmatic sense in the fact that, like, hey, I don't, I'm not gonna be the only person out here. Not, but at the same time, like I don't, I don't want to partake in that. That's not what I yeah. want to pass on or cultivate. And it becomes like it is a real philosophical strain because okay, yeah. to be very clear, nonviolence makes sense. But a lot of people get to speak about non-violence from a place of privilege, comfort. Yes, privilege, yes. right? Like, yes. Yeah, and, and that's, yes. that's a reality. I mean, I've even had some some people who are principal nonviolent people say that, like, no, I understand X, Y, Z, and I'm actually, mm-hmm. I, I, I co-sign that. Like, people make exceptions for certain situations and everything. But at the same time, like, when, when you really got to go out here and live this thing, like, it, it takes a different kind of metal than, than to be able to sit here and just talk yes. about things in the theoretical. Yeah. But like, I, I I think for me it comes down to like if you look at this from a theological standpoint, mm-hmm. right? And I start breaking out on my SET words. We start talking <laughs> about uh, my my, eschat- my eschatological hope, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, if that is what guides my thinking and everything else, right? Like I went and got the on earth as it is and heaven tattoo on the arm and all that stuff mm-hmm. uh, because my my goal and my desire is that I will let my my eschatology like my hope in the age to come mm-hmm. god my conduct right here it is inconsistent for me to not bring that over to my philosophy of violence right like, mm. it, <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. that's that's the main thing so yeah. like, for me it's an integrity thing like this is what yeah. i try to embody in every other walk of life It's why i try to break down all of the other isms and, and, and yeah. all that stuff but i struggle with this one thing just because it, it's so natural and then there's also like, you know, you get certain storylines and some, some rhetoric that seeps in because like, oh, I have to protect my family. Yeah. Which makes yeah. sense. But then like, from a pragmatic standpoint, there, okay, there's certain illnesses. Like, okay, my daughters have allergies, right? It's a way bigger threat to them than, than the violence that we fantasize about happening
1: thank you yes so like does protecting my
0: family look like doing the laundry more often and and changing the air filters so so that my daughters can breathe hello like little little stuff like that um and and that's type of ethos that guard that that i try to let god the rest of my praxis but i still find myself struggling to be consistent in this one area of violence and some of it is because like we have these messages like oh a real man protects his family yeah even though like man i'll but I got the permit. I got. I got the sticks at home or whatever. I've never had to use them in that fashion. <laughs> and and
1: and that's the thing. Like like to that point, there's. I have to protect my family, but there's no like. What are the what are the actual threats? What
0: are the threats? Yes.
1: Like what are the actual threats?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, the best way to fight them threats is by organizing. Sometimes the best way to fight them threats is 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 by voting or speaking out against something or, or, or just changing the way. Because like I said, at this juncture, knock on wood. I haven't had no burglars come in and try to take mm-hmm. my family out. That's not a thing that we face on a regular basis. Right. But I have had people I, I can't really pin down, try to contact my children on whatever little games they playing on, on, on their iPads or on their mm-hmm. phones, and social media and things. I, I have had uh, people plant ideas about themselves that harm their self-esteem when they go to school and things like that. Yeah. What are the threats that are facing and what is the best way to combat those? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. Now, there does come a reality in which like, especially when it comes to my daughters because we live in a world that is not as perfect as we would like it to be that domestic violence might become a real thing and then that that's when i have to wrestle with it okay what's the best way to handle this threat
1: because i don't know hmm.
0: <laughs> violence is definitely yeah. my default there yes <laughs> yes
1: and you you know it's crazy so like even my dad like so my dad was in law enforcement law enforcement and he um he had training right like so he knew like akito um and some something else, I um, a little jujitsu, I don't know, mostly Aikido is what he knew. So like he, the way he knew, like I was doing those fights and stuff like, but like for him, that was just like a part of being a boy and growing up, you get in fights and stuff, right? So, but he would also teach me as I got older to look for signs of danger, right? So he would teach me like, when you go into a restaurant, don't sit with your back to the door. Mm-hmm. You need to see what's coming in, you see what's coming out. And, it, like, he would teach me all of these different ways to, like, always be on guard and ready to defend myself that I would literally walk around high strong. Mm. And I, re- I couldn't really, like, I've, I've realized as an adult, like, I realized this probably, like, three or four years ago, um, I really, I couldn't enjoy myself when I went out, yeah. right? And to the point where, like, I would walk fast everywhere that I went. My head was always on a swivel. And Kwana used to ask me, like, "What are you looking for? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like the like the life that you were living before was it that bad that you like looking over your shoulder? And I was like, nah, I'm just I always look like I, that's just how I was raised. And like, just through therapy, <laughs> through therapy and deprogramming, like I'm finally got to the point where I can just relax and realize that like danger is not imminent in that way. Wow. Um that it's okay to look around and glance at your surroundings, but engage the people that you're with, Yeah, right? Enjoy their company, right? We're here, and let's build, like, we just took a trip to Disney, and I'm so glad that I'm not, like, like always looking around anymore, because I would have missed so many moments, you know what I'm saying, in our trip to Disney, like, even just, like, going to the grocery store or going to different places like i would miss so many different things that i don't miss now because like i'm not so high strung and waiting for violence to kick off. you know what i'm saying waiting for an opportunity to insert violence um or to put violence in the atmosphere uh and and my i think my kids really pick up on that um so yeah like that that's also like one of the ways that i really be trying to protect my family i'd be trying to protect my family also from me from
0: you for being present. From, yes, That's, yes, we got we got to take a breath on that one. We gonna matter of fact, we gonna we gonna take a beat and and give people a quick breathing break and, and pick this up right on the other side <laughs> of this, like, man. Before Sam, Rob, and myself were podcast co-hosts, we were friends. This podcast grew out of a friendship, and honestly, it's grown into something more of a podcast. It's now a community. You can take part in that community at patreon.com slash three black men all the way spelled out and in that community you'll get early access to episodes bonus content like writings, videos even some live conversations that you can take part in in the event that you'd like to support us but aren't ready to commit to Patreon yet you can submit a one-time gift via PayPal where you'll find us at threeblackmenpodcast at gmail.com however you choose to support we're thankful that you did let's get back to the show All right. We (laughs) yeah, man. Um, so we back. Trey, so
1: you talked about like the ways that and like you actually really kind of spark like well for me to remember that like I really do be trying to protect my loved ones from from damaged Sam, right? From unpresent Sam, from high strong Sam, um, and really evolve and change in those ways. Um And I I appreciate, like, I appreciate you so much, man, because, like, just just how involved you are with your kids, um, seeing how you love your family and those those around you. uh, That's really, like, helped me, too, um, with that, like, uh, even just seeing how you uh, handle different situations. Bro, the way you handle trolls online, man, (laughs) man, I mean. Like all of, all of those things, like I, I I see those and I'm like, dang! Like you really give like you give me a lot. Both you and Rob give me a lot to aspire to to be like in that way. Like the way Rob just be like, so I'm unb- <laughs> so I'm bothered by stuff. He'd be like, he'd be like, man, I didn't even see that. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or if he see it, he be like, oof, I don't know who you're talking about. But <laughs> and then you just have like this way of words that like it's like you choose violence with your words, but in a way that. it's almost like they self-inflict violence on themselves because they chose violence you know what i'm saying like it's not anything
0: bad but it's a way philosophy behind it like there there really is because you know there's certain martial arts that are about like inflicting violence and then there's some that are about redirecting other people's energy yeah. Right, like and the up. way, yeah, yeah. And the the way I try to engage people is like, yeah. oh, I'm not gonna go in here on the attack. People are like, oh, you you're not even gonna engage my point. I'm like, absolutely not. Why would I do that? I'm I'm going I'm going to engage your, your yeah. behavior, your conduct, what I think of you, whatever. And then the funny thing is, they exert all this energy trying to make me look bad when I, I I'm not even gonna give you access to that part of me. I don't mm. work long, You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah,
1: there,
0: there is a philosophy, but like like you said, when it comes to the philosophies of how we direct energies and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like we got to make choices on that let's try to be consistent
1: yeah and 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 like i think for one of the things like for me that um i kind of feel bad sometimes because i feel like i'm a late arrival to some of that stuff but like at the same time i'm like bro i'm here and i'm glad i'm like i'm getting there you know what i'm saying because um i don't think like at this point in my life especially since i've really kind of gotten a handle on trying to really evolve my relationship with violence um i've i don't i've never been more at peace in my life um i've never felt more love i've never i don't think i've given as much love like i've become so sentimental like uh I I like to see um,
0: you start tearing up like you, 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 you and Rob, you in that tear program. I'm like, man, yeah, I gotta, man. I gotta be like my dogs, man. Like
1: Well, you know what? It's it's so crazy because like I feel like violence has cl- like clouded so much um of my thought process and, and really got so much of my philosophy that I really I lack I lack a large appreciation for a, a lot of stuff um and once that really started evolving man like i really i understood gratefulness right i understood what it meant to be grateful I, and I and that like you know
0: that's really true like earlier when i said violence begets violence like it's always gonna put more of it out there you were telling the story about how your dad was teaching you to be on high alert and mm-hmm. how high strong that makes you and it's true like when that is the language that we speak and the expectation that we hold for the world around us. Mm -hmm. It means that we're always expecting more of it to come and Mm -hmm. we'll never know peace because we are expecting somebody Mm -hmm. to disrupt the peace. Like that that becomes our expectation. And so choosing peace, like for the sake of peace is a liberating act. Like its it literally Yes. changes the way that we navigate the world we can move more freely when we are not expecting mm-hmm. violence or peace to disrupt through violence now the problem is that through a whole lot of effort and the way that we talk about the military and everything is that we often view violence as a means of enforcing peace mm but we'll never really know peace as long as it's enforced through violence because the only way that we can keep that peace is by maintaining the threat of violence. It's a, it's, a, it's an oxymoron. It doesn't work. Yeah. And so the act of liberation that we have to choose here is to be like, no, I will no longer live under the threat of violence, which is a really bold and almost sort of foolish choice because that's a, it's a unidirectional choice, mm-hmm. right? Just because I've chosen to live this way does not mean that everybody else has. And so I've yeah. become like, I think of, oh, God, they heaven help helped us. The Charleston Nine, people who were at church. Right? Yeah. And they, showed, they showed Dylan Roof all of this compassion and everything mm-hmm. right before he slaughtered all of those people. And then they rushed to forgive him at the trial, something that still sits uneasily with us because these people had chosen peace and nonviolence even as he did not. Mm. And that's a tough way to navigate the world. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it makes perfect sense that we would not be ready to lay violence down because no nobody wants to, to, to sit like that. But the only liberation that we'll know is when we get to experience peace without the threat and reality of violence.
1: Yeah. Wow. Brother, you said a lot right there. And I think that is a good place. <laughs> but that's a good place for us to stop, man. I appreciate you for joining me on this, man. Um, like, oh, you and Rob... So. Yeah, man. And I, and I meant what I said, man. You and Rob have really um, been uh, crucial and just exampling, uh, you know, something for me to aspire to be uh, in that area, in many areas, but especially in that area, man. So I appreciate y'all.
0: I One love y'all. I love about <laughs> like this podcast is that we get to inspire uh, inspire each other, bro. Because yeah. like you, you say all that, but even the way that you navigate your family and, and the way that you love your wife out loud and so publicly and everything like you've helped me become a better husband The way that you navigate nah, like fatherhood with with your little two and and your big one plus <laughs> your, your niece and all that stuff you don't see no delineation between none of that or whatever yeah. like I, I love rocking with y'all because we make each other better like, as yeah a mama. Like, we for good. sure for in sure. tangible ways ways that people around us have noticed yeah that we have yeah. made each other better the three of us you know and, and yeah it's, man So,
1: yeah man all right y'all man we'll check y'all later
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we out <laughs> we appreciate you rocking with us for another episode of three black men here's the part of the show where we ask a favor from you now, earlier I mentioned a couple of ways that you can support us by joining our community over at patreon.com slash three blackmen, We have multi-tiered support options and you can get bonus content. If you don't want to do that, you can submit a one-time contribution by finding us on PayPal at threeblackmenpodcast at gmail.com. But we ain't here to tap your pockets. Here's a few ways that you can help us out without spending a single dime. You can stop what you're doing right here, right now, and make sure that you've left us a review and a rating. Don't just give us the five stars. Go ahead and write out how much you love this show and tell everybody about it. Do it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you at. Make sure you leave that rating and a review, and that's going to help even more people join the fun over here. Thank you so much. I knew God loved you for some reason.